Hallelujah. Surprise. <laughs> I'm just as surprised as you are, so it's all good. Amen, amen. Let's go ahead. That's right, sis. Let's go ahead and get this protocol out the way. Can we give honor to God this morning? Can we just clap our hands and give God glory? Amen. Uh, we want to give um, honor to um, the founder of the church and his wife, who is our senior pastor. Let's bless God for Dr. Felix Gilbert and for Pastor Katani Gilbert. Thank you so much. Uh, I want to give honor. Uh, Y'all can say the rest of the claps until the end because I got a few more. <laughs> I want to give honor to uh, uh, my pastor who happens to be my brother. Um, I would bet money. I don't gamble, but I would if, if I did, that he's watching right now. My pastor, Joel Polk. Um, I also want to give honor um, to a man that she's already mentioned, my father, Bishop John A. Polk, who so, uh, Dr. Felix passed on April 27th. My dad left us on May 27th, just a month later. So, whew, um, um, but I believe that my mom is probably watching. Hey, mom. Hey, Mama, Pastor Catherine Polk, she's probably watching. I want to give honor to all of the elders, all of the pastors, all of the senior leadership here at RCF. And uh, thank God for each and every one of you. Can you clap your hands for yourself? Um, I want to do one more thing, and then we'll get into the word this morning. But there is no way in the world that I'm finishing my thank yous without getting this guy right here on the, key on the keyboard. This is one of the best friends I've had in a very long time. And whatever it is you think about him, if it's not good, please don't bring it around me. Because we're going to have to fight. I love this guy right here. JB, that's my dude. I'll come back to him in just a moment. Uh, let me tell, can I tell my version of how we, how we got here? I'll be quick about it. Uh, I did, uh, we moved, I moved to Colorado um, end of March. And uh, actually, my first Sunday, my first time here was on um, Good Friday. It was on Good Friday. I had a, um, just moved here, and a friend of mine referred me to um, Minister Michael Williams, who uh, was aware that um, Ken Love at the time was looking for a drummer for this church, and Ken referred me to JB. We came on Good Friday to audition, and I just sat over there. I did sat over there, and I came here just to audition and I initially had come to Colorado can I be real I came here to run I came here to run because there was a lot of things going back home in Orlando that weren't so good I was broke marriage in turmoil a lot of bad ugly nasty stuff going on and I just wanted to get away so the opportunity became available and I ran and I got here and I just wanted to play the drums Jericho I was alright with just playing the drums but uh, we thank God that uh, evidently we put, gave JB a good impression. We went back on the drums and uh, came back, played my first Sunday was uh, Resurrection Sunday. So funny that we were singing Resurrection today, my first Sunday here. Uh, about Tuesday of that week, I get a friend request from Dr. Gilbert, which is, that's weird that a, that a pastor would send you a friend request, right? Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and accept this friend request and then a few hours later, he said, hey, can we meet for breakfast? And I was like, okay, cool. It's awfully nice for the pastor to want to go have breakfast with somebody. He probably want to get to know me, new musician and everything. So we went, 
we had breakfast. It was my profile. It was my cover picture for a while, actually. It was my little code. We went to breakfast, and I took a picture of the mountains uh, at the spot that we met. And uh, while they were at breakfast, uh, he said, uh, who are you? And as she said, I said, uh, yeah, you know, JP, and I'm from Orlando, you know, happy to be here. Thank you so much for allowing me to come play for your church. He said, okay, but who are you? I said, I'm, that's me. So this is what he said. He said, so you're not going to tell me that you was a minister of music and that you've uh, also traveled the country, that you used to headline the House of Blues and that you was an executive pastor of a church. You're not going to tell me any of that? And I'm, he had already done his homework before we ever met. So indeed, we had talked about it. I just came here to run. I just wanted to play the drums and I was happy. I was happy in the cage. Somebody going to catch that. I was happy in the cage. Some of you all are happy in your cage. I was fine to be there, but God said not so. So he told me, Brother Paul, he said, you go ahead, you, you go ahead, you get restored. You take your time and you get that out your system. And we'll meet again in a little bit, in a few weeks. We got stuff to take care of. We got stuff to talk. She got all the emails. This is, I'm not making up the story. She has all the emails and the stories and, uh, and the text that we had. And uh, the week that he passed, we were supposed to meet on that Thursday to talk about the next step in the process. And so at that time, I really was like, okay, cool. I guess we're going to stay back down those drums. I'm excited about that because I'm happy in my cage. Praise the Lord. God said not so. There was another shifting. And when that shift happened, the Lord said, all right, it's been long enough. Go ahead, do what I called you to do. And then there was a text from JB who said, Negro. And I said, yes, sir. <laughs> JB can talk to me like that. He's my friend. <laughs> like, it's time. Let's go ahead and get it done. That's how we ended up here. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you all so much for receiving me so well. Thank you, RCF family. It's been easy here. It's been easy. Because y'all love real big and you love real hard. All right, let's get to the word. Uh, let's go to the book of Amos. And I promise you guys, I'm looking at this clock. I promise I'm going to be under 30 minutes. I promise you I will. I, I appreciate it. Y'all hear the mothers. The mothers are like, take your time, baby. I appreciate you. I'm going to be done, mothers, in 30 minutes. <laughs> Praise God. Amos, the third chapter. And let's launch at verse number three. Can y'all hear me okay? Wonderful. I'm going to read this out of the King James Version. It says, can two walk together except they be agreed? I'm going to answer that question for you this morning. Let me say it again. Can two walk together except they be agreed? We'll come back to that. Let's skip over real quickly to 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, and there's probably not going to be anything new, but I just want to show you something real quickly, if that's all right. 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, and let's start, let's launch at verse number four. I'm going to read this time out of the Amplified Version. Now, there are distinctive Varieties of spiritual gifts, 
special abilities given by the grace and extraordinary power of the Holy Spirit operating in believers. But it is the same Spirit who grants them and empowers believers. And there are distinctive varieties of ministries and service. But it is the same Lord, somebody say same Lord, who is served, verse number six. And there are distinctive ways of working to accomplish things, but it is the same God. Somebody say same God who produces all things in all believers, inspiring, energizing, and empowering them, verse number seven. But to each one of them is given the manifestation of the Spirit, the spiritual illumination and the enabling of the Holy Spirit for the common good. For the common good. So we see, the, we see words here, distinctive, diverse, different. But it ends at for the, for the common good. Let's go to Proverbs real quickly. Proverbs the fourth. Y'all all right? You say amen a lot. I try to be done in less than 30. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't like when preachers threaten people like that. Stop threatening the folk. Just preach. Lord have mercy. If they want to get with you, they'll come. Proverbs the fourth chapter. Verse number five. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Verse number seven. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, Get wisdom. Somebody say, get wisdom. Matter of fact, everybody say, get wisdom. Watch this. And with all thy getting, get understanding. If I could use for a topic this morning, the power of understanding. We've heard before about the power of agreement, which is wonderful, but I told you that we had a question that we were going to answer. How can two walk together except they be agreed? I'm going to ask you a question. Has anybody ever heard that scripture used before as a divisive scripture? In other words, to say, if we don't agree, we can't walk together. Raise your hand if you've heard it that way. Yeah, I heard it that way too, for those of you who have your hand up. I heard it that way too, and that's the way that it translated to me. But the answer to the question is as simple as this. How can two walk together except they be agreed? All they have to do is agree to walk together. Wait. Everybody got that? All they have to do is agree to walk together. One of the greatest and most divisive matters in the assembly is preference. If you get to know me, you'll find out that I absolutely hate preference. Preference is a threat to unity and a means to discord. Preference is why there are so many demon nations, I mean denominations, that are out there right now. Say what I said. Scared of none of you. Watch this. Some people say, leave them lights on in the church. I don't like sexy church. Leave the lights on. Turn them lights on. I don't like sexy church. Sexy church with them lights on. Sexy church. Turn them on. That's how some people think, right? And then others say, go ahead, turn them on. Turn them on. 
because it helps people to focus on not being seen. Now, who's right? I'll wait. How about this here? You feel the way that you feel. They feel the way that they feel, and both of them preference. Uh-oh. Here's what I find, that so many within the assembly base their beliefs out of the 67th book of the Bible. Y'all didn't know it was the 67th book? Yeah, the 67th book of the Bible. It's called the book of first opinions. It must be in there. It's got to be in there because the way that people believe what they believe is the truth so hard, it must be in the Bible. People will take their preference and preach it like it's the truth. The gospel truth in that. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Preferences are not evil. Say amen, everybody. Preferences are not evil, but they have their place. However, preference doesn't belong in the place of truth. We're living in a day, Elder John is about to bless you. We're living in a day and time and society where truth has become subjective. That's why I told y'all to get out my message. We're hearing more and more about my truth. And I ain't come here to mess with nobody. Y'all leave the church alone. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. <laughs> We're hearing more and more about my truth. One of the greatest movie quotes I've ever heard actually came from a, a novel that was later adapted into a movie. And the, movie is, uh, the book is actually called Cloud Atlas. The quote is, truth is singular. Its versions are mistruths. There ain't but one truth. And if everybody have a truth, wherein does the truth have lie? If you got a truth, then you got a truth, and you got a truth, you got a truth, next person got a truth, where is the truth? Bible says this here, sanctify them through, through thy truth. And it lets us know what the, word, what the truth is. It says, thy word, the word of the Lord. That's the one and only truth. 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 Everything else is opinion and preference. They have their place, but not here. Ooh, ooh. Preferences are not evil. The apostle Paul wrote on several occasions, I would, this is what he said, I would, that's my will, that you do such and such. Yeah, Paul, you would. I wouldn't. He said, I would that, you, that, that everybody be single like me. You on your own with that, bro. Lord, have mercy. You know, some of us, hey, hey, we need, praise God, we need to be married. Praise the Lord. We don't need to be around some of us. Praise God. But that's what, that's what Paul, his preference was. And he said it from that perspective. Does that make it the gospel truth? No, that's just how he feels and that's how he believes. And there's nothing wrong with this. We cannot make our will be God's will. Okay, Mama K said, say it again. We cannot make our will be God's will. Our will is ours. His will is his. Remember what I said last week? Nevertheless, Pastor Derek preached on this, always the greater. Nevertheless, Always the greater will, his will above our own. Say amen, everybody. 
Often our scope of things is relegated to our perspective, our perspective and our perspective. This is the way that it's always been done. This is the way that it's always been done. This is the way that it's always been done. This is the way that it's always been done. Don't nobody flip that. Don't nobody flip that. It kind of got a little. Kind of got a little. Okay. Come back, Pope. There's a fairly widespread image of a figure on the ground, and there are two characters standing on either side of it. Have y'all seen this before? It's an image, and there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a character, there's a figure on the ground. One guy's on this side, one guy's on the other side. And they're both pointing, right? And one character proclaims that the, that the figure is a six. The other character proclaims that it's a nine. Now, the caption of this depiction states, just because you are right does not mean I am wrong. You just haven't seen things from my side. Now, can I add a little bit to that, though? Truth is, truth is, only one of them is right. But the author would be the one who determines who's right. Say that again. The author would be the one who determines who is right. However, here's what I want you to understand. A lot of times we get into argument and disagreements with one another because we refuse to come over and take a look from the other side and say, I see what you're saying. And now, now we're in contention. Nobody makes a move to listen to the other person. Now we got to sit across the church from them. Hmm? Avoid them in the parking lot because you refuse to just simply try to see it from a different perspective. Don't be so holy that you can't listen. Would you pump yourself? Listen. You never know what you can learn by just simply shutting your mouth. Let's be clear. Perspective and perception do not reign supreme. Same in everybody. Only one of the people was accurate, but without either willing to see things from the other point, they both miss an opportunity to have an agreement and instead have an argument. So let's go back to Amos 3 and 3. How can two walk together said they be agreed? All they have to do is agree to walk together. That's all they got to do. If we can talk it out on our way, at least we'll get somewhere. How many of your favorite colors blue? How about red? How about yellow? Mine is definitely yellow. I'm going to tell that story in a minute. That's a funny story. Mine is definitely yellow. Do we agree on what our favorite color is? As trivial as that is, though, that's about as trivial as some of the arguments that we get in in the church. I think we should do most low songs. 
I think we should do more fast songs. I think we should do more old songs. I think we should do. Here's the deal, right? You know what you like? There's a thing called a CD player. A radio. There's iTunes. YouTube. Go and listen to whatever you like. As much as you like. And when you get here, can you lift your hands if we're talking about Jesus? I don't like that kind of thinking. Who died and made you king? I, I wonder, man of God, when we ask folks sometimes to lift your hands, clap your hands, join us in celebration, a lot of times people look at that and they say, dog, these worship leaders are so fussy. They're so fussy and controlling. The job of a worship leader is to get the congregation together. Did you hear what I said? The job of the worship leader is to get the congregation together. I can't, boy, the next time I hear a praise and worship leader say, I'm not here to pump and prime you, I'm throwing 13 sides of the shoe dead at their head. Yes, you are. That's your job. If, if, if everybody's not there, it's our job to get everybody together. But check this out. It's your responsibility, congregation says, it's my responsibility to get with everybody else here. At that time, it's not time for our preference. Let's get, let's get together. Because if we can have some unity, mess around and have some agreement that started with an understanding, we'll get it if we just walk together. We'll get it along the way. But at least we're moving. If we continue to have our preferences, our opinion, I don't like that. That old witchcraft Jezebel spirit, I come against it. You don't control nothing around here. There go the pastor. That was real country what I said. There go the pastor. There she go. There she go. There she go. And as the head of this assembly, that means she have the eyes. She has the ears. And guess what? She also has the mouth. Shut yours. I ain't going to have no more friends after today. That's all right. But here's the deal. God gave instructions to the people of Israel. And he gave it to them through Joshua. And he said, first six days, just march. And on the seventh day, I need you to do something else. I need you to march still. But I need you to also shout. This is what God told Joshua to instruct the people. Lord, have mercy. I wonder if on day seven, as they're walking, and it's time to shout, somebody was walking and said, it don't take all this. I'm coming. It don't take, why, why they got to make all that noise? What we got a shout for? God can move without us shouting. And he can. But what did he say to do? What did he tell them to do? He told them to shout. And Joshua said, God said shout. 
Please don't be that one that allows the wall to stay up because you keep your mouth closed when it's time to shout. One, one of these weeks, I declare, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. One of these weeks, I declare I'm going to do praise and worship just like this. And look right back at you like you look at us. Like you did the church a favor showing up. Like you helped God out by putting on your clothes that he helped you to buy. And getting in the car that he helped you to get. And coming down the street with your nice clothes on. And then you got the nerve to sit down. The devil be get up out your seat. We ain't going to be up here but a good 12 minutes. Orlando I'm from Mickey Mouse land I seen y'all standing them lines for an hour and not make no complaint preacher go over 32 minutes you like I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. Let me get back to the word before you. I'm like, he just had a vent session up there. I'm sorry, I've been going through this since March. <laughs> Telling you. You waiting for us to, you want us to say your trigger word to, to do something. The praise team didn't move me this morning. The word wasn't to my liking this morning. I didn't like the preacher today. They didn't say anything that edified me with your witchcraft, Jezebel spirit. If they open the Bible and read one scripture, look in between their teeth and get the meat from out of it. Yeah, that's something. I got something. Get something. Don't come to church and act like the church owe you to do something for you. Y'all all right? Y'all still like me? I'm going to still wear yellow, though. I'm still going to wear it as much as I can because I like it. Let me quit. Title, once again, is the power of understanding. 100% of misunderstandings are the result of a missed opportunity to understand. Every... Every, every misunderstanding that's ever been and ever will be come from a missed opportunity to understand. This is why wisdom is principle. We have to have wisdom enough to know we need to try to get an understanding. Before we have an argument, try to get to understanding before you get to argument. Try to get to understanding before you get to disagreement. Try to get to understanding before you get to judgment. Coming to that story. 
I believe we need to try to find the lowest common ground we have and start there. The lowest common ground that we have. If that be, I just like this church. There's something about this church. If that's what you have, let's start there and let's build on that. Don't come here just looking for what the church can do for you. I'm about to be real John F. Kennedy right now, but come here for what you could do for the church. It's people in this church wearing 16 hats. That means they're doing more than one job. And the reason why some people have to do so many jobs is because there are so many, and I love you, I'm going to turn around so you don't think I'm talking about you. There's so many of you that will sit and watch the ones that are work work and then complain when it don't go the way that you want it to go. And you ain't lifted so much as a fingernail. What you gonna do? You don't like, you don't, if you saw it and you don't like it, maybe you're the change that there needs to. You saw it. If you can recognize it, try to come up with a solution. Diversities of gifts, different operations, but the same spirit, same, okay. You might think that there may need to be more of this, that, or the other thing. Okay, cool. What part can you play in it? If you can't do nothing but say, listen, I'll ask around in the church for who can do it. Let me find out. I'm not gifted for that. Let me find out who can do it. Because I would like to see more of that in the church. Here's the beautiful thing about your pastor. She's open. You've seen some different things even happen up here. That's been because when I asked her, she said, you know what? I trust the God in you to go ahead and institute that. Go ahead and try it. Let's see how it works. That's how Fourth Sunday came about. She said, okay, let's try it. Don't y'all like four Sundays? Hey, season saints, shh, don't tell nobody y'all my favorite. I love y'all. Don't tell nobody though. But that's how that came about, just being open. There is nothing wrong with um, more newer, more contemporary. There's nothing wrong with that. If you look for God in something, you'll find him. Because everything, 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 all of it, come from him. If you're looking, now I'm not saying everything needs to go on in the house of the Lord. I'm not saying that. But you could, we can find God if we look for him. Right? I like old school as much as anybody. I'm a quartet kind of cat, if you can't tell. I like quartet. <laughs> did, 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 did you get that foul? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> That's me. That's me. That's my preference. Some of you here don't care for that. And guess what? That's okay. You might prefer, your name, your name is victory. All praise 
will rise. You might prefer that. Some of you might like a hymn. Some of y'all was really happy last week. I, I, I saw everybody who was Baptist last week. They was like, all of your Baptists came screaming out of you. Tina, if we, if we would have hit last and did. Needed all the ushers. What am I talking about here, though? I mean, and I'm being humorous for a reason. What am I talking about here, though? Understanding. Every week, we're not going to sing your song. As much as I like watch God work it out, you ain't going to hear that again until mid-2022, maybe around June. I'll think about it. We'll consider it. Well, we sang, watch God work it out every week. Okay, I seen him. What's next? Think about it. It's having an understanding. If, there, if we as just a music department just did what we wanted to do, we would leave somebody out. We would miss somebody. If we just did what we just want to do. If we did what I want to do, we're going to do quartet. We're going to do Canton spirituals. We're going to do some Jackson Southern Air, some gospel keynotes, some... Every week. And then where will our young people be left? The people that cannot do Some of y'all are like, who is them? Who is them? I'm country, I don't care. I'm country. Who are they? And then there are those of you who like different other kinds. Listen, we're going to try to diversify it as a music department to make sure that everybody gets ministered to. But in whatever it is that you do within this church, be open to change. Be open to what's different. I'm going to tell this story now. I'll be out your way. There's a mother. I can see her. And she waited for me at the church one week. And uh, like I said, when I first came here, I was hiding. So one of the things I used to do is I'd sit in the cage and I'd wait for everybody to leave. And I would make sure that the building was just about full or just about empty. And then I would leave so I didn't have to talk to nobody. So I didn't have to look nobody in the eye. So I didn't have to relate to anyone because I just wanted to. I just wanted to get away. And after a while, we started getting out front, you know, got into this position. And um, I told myself, I said, listen, this part, even Pastor Patani don't know, I said, this won't work if they try to change me. I'm going to wear yellow as much as I want to. <laughs> get used to it. I ain't changing my hair. I ain't taking out my earrings. Not because I'm rebellious, but because they ain't bothering me. Why are they bothering you? All I'm saying, if you feel like it's wrong, I'm going to give you 66 books of the Bible and the Apocrypha and the books of Josephus to show me that it's wrong. 
And when we're done, we can talk about your preferences. Because it ain't in there. My long hair, my earrings, my yellow, it ain't in your Bible. That made me just got real quiet right there. It still ain't in there. Mother said that one week where she waited for me, she said, Hoke, I had you wrong. What you talking about, brother? She said, I seen you with your long hair, with your earrings and your ear, and all that yellow. And I had you pegged for a clown. I said, what, is they, what are they doing? Why they pick this guy? What is it about him? What is, what is his thing, Jane? Why they pick him? He don't look like what we're used to. But she said, I've, been, I've had a chance now. I'm coming in at minute 30. I've had a chance now to just sit back and observe and watch and really listen. And you're a man of God. And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying that if a mother, who from my understanding is definitely above the age of 70, if she can be open to something new. What's wrong with you? And it ain't even about me. Guess what? I'm a, again, like I said, I'm not changing. And there are going to be more people that will come to this church that's going to look like me with holes in their jeans, earrings in their ear, in search of Jesus. We were talking this morning. I'm done. Every generation goes through the same thing. Once upon a time, guitars in church, guitars, I'm so country, guitars in church were taboo. Ain't no, no guitars. Now you can't go to a church without one. At one point in time, the Clark sisters were radical. Now there are, they're the standard by which most groups are measured. But we almost kicked Kirk Franklin clean out the church. Dun, 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 dun. What you talking about stomp? What you mean you better stomp for Jesus? Stomp on the devil. I couldn't stand Kirk when he first came out. Every generation go through this. Check this out. It's going to continue to change. But don't be left behind with Moses because you refuse to change and die and never see the promised land. The ones that could not adapt and change their mind and be open, they never saw it. They were too used to the way things were. This is the way. This is the way. Break the cycle. Break the cycle. Break the cycle. Say, God, whatever you desire to do, in your house today, have your way. And however he, however he does it, let's be open to the moving of the Holy Spirit. 
let's begin to want understand one another. You got a question? I'm not, I've stopped trying to be the last one out. I'm out there a little bit more. I meet a couple of people out in the parking lot just about every week. They're, hey, brother, you know, just to say hi. You want to get to know me? I'm right here. I'm impossible to miss with all my get along. Come talk to me. How about the person that you sit next to? Do you even know their name? The person across the hall from you, across the aisle from you. Do you know their name? We come to church at the same church every week and don't even know each other. Get to know the people. Get to know, they may look different. They may, they may conduct themselves different. I understand everybody not going to shout and jump up and down when we shout. We young. That's fine. But get to know the person that's by you. We're all a part of the same church, right? Uh, JB, I'm going to sing a little bit of this. I promise you I'm done. I need you. You need me. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. Agree with me. We're all a part of God's body. It is His will that I love you and I need you too. 